0: was definitely in a league of my own because there's nobody who is doing at least a black woman there's nobody that could have walked me through it or could have like assisted me i had to kind of figure out everything for myself
1: star radio you are now tuning into STAT Radio. Stat Radio podcast where we lay the foundation for creatives to come together to speak on topics that move us, hosted by your girl Sasha Diamond and a thank you for rocking with me. Hey, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. It's your girl, Sasha Diamond, and I'm so excited to get this show on and popping. This episode is called All About My Business, and we are going to be chopping it up with a good friend of mine, Mallory Parker, and she is the founder and designer of um, Parker Hue. And she has made amazing, amazing shoes and has a signature line. And you guys will hear all about it in this episode. So let's get it.
0: My name is Mallory Parker um, and I own Parker Tissue Shoe Collection. I am based out of Toronto and I have an e-commerce business, uh, shoe business. And I've attended a bunch of fashion shows, pop-ups. Um, I've been a part of art galleries and yeah, I'm just working on my collection right now. Throughout high school, um, going into my early 20s, I always had a passion for shoes but uh, more so fashion. And, um, I know I didn't want to work necessarily in the industry, selling somebody else's stuff. Um, cause you know, when you walk into a shoe store or you walk into a clothing store and you're like, Oh, uh, that would look so much better. If yeah. Like, that one thing where you change the color, uh, and it started it kind of grew from there um, I've always been a creative person where I like to draw and things like that um, at one point I was studying graphic design so I'm like okay I can apply this in somehow some way and doing something and then I'll figure out the rest um, and it never quite happened early in my 20s I was kind of like just distracted with other things as most of matter. us are <laughs> 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 exactly. Um, but I will say growing up, my sister and my mom have always been my style icons. They would always have something that stood out, a statement, whether it be a lipstick or the pants they were wearing with a simple top and things like that. So I was growing up, I always paid attention to how they dress and right. they kind of applied it to what I was doing. So initially I was supposed to start this business um alongside with my sister. Um, and we were just going to sell shoes because we wanted to at least get in and, uh, with a manufacturer, um, just to put, um, uh, ideas down. Um, but what happened was that my sister is a nine to five kind of, um,
1: right. So yeah, it's a to get around that yeah
0: so her committing to giving that up or not even necessarily giving that up but committing to like actually following through we just can't we just I don't know if we necessarily butt heads it wasn't really like an argument or anything like that we just kind of like I was ready to go like I was I was ready to go right yeah if I don't do this now I know those ones (laughs) I gotta get it out so um I managed to get in touch with a manufacturer who would do what I wanted to the shoes if I committed to doing certain per- certain amount of purchases right so when that happened it was kind of like see I knew I wanted to go right now so I just I got a manufacturer to do my designs and that's how I started Perker Hugh
1: okay and and, and I came- must say that your your designs are absolutely amazing <laughs> as simplistic as you've made them it it, it isn't yeah. too busy mm-hmm. that's what i love about your your line so it's it's um yeah. definitely something that you'd be able to pair with whatever it's not yeah. one of those situations where you're like ah oh, the the matchy matchy yeah. situation doesn't happen with your line
0: exactly Exactly. And even growing up, like I was always somebody who wore something nobody has or not in that color or not in that fit. It was always something like a statement piece or a mm-hmm. statement that I was making whenever I would try to put my clothes together, you know?
1: so um, well, That's always the way to go. Yeah. That type of style is always the best style. And you literally don't have to think about it or you figure out what, what works for you and you're not worried about everybody else and what they're wearing.
0: Yeah exactly so that's that was the birth of Parker Hugh and i also initially wanted to incorporate like my, my father that's why it's parker hugh um the parker is my is my last name mm. and my dad was a musician so a lot of the pieces that i do um release will be somewhat related to music Uh, The music that I grew up on, the music my sister introduced me on, my mother, it's like a whole So music is a part of the
1: inspiration in the line as well?
0: Yeah. Okay, that's dope. And then hue is just the color spectrum, the color spectrum. So it's just the statement will be the color. so.
1: So were you finding when you did get things started and you had all of the things that you needed to have lined up with your manufacturer, did you find that there was a lot of competition or did you find that you you were kind of in a league of your own just with your, your style sense?
0: I was definitely in a league of my own because there's nobody, I, nobody who is doing at least a black woman, there's nobody that could have walked me through it or could have like assisted me. I had to kind of figure out everything for myself. And I've always been that kind of person anyways, where it's like, if I want to do something, I have to figure it out. And like, as much as I wanted to add my sister into the mix, it just made sense the way that Parker Hugh came together. I, I did it. I did it by myself. And I literally looked for any Canadian business shoe business owner. I couldn't find that.
1: That's crazy. I and I was I was going to say that as I well. There's like a very that. small number <laughs> yeah. of yeah. of shoe designers that are here in Toronto black owned and it's like an authentic cons- consistency. Like it's not like somebody's mm-hmm. just trying out a sample and has one or two shoes mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. it. It stops there. This is the first time to be honest that I've seen, well definitely on top of that a friend of mine as well seeing that you were um you were consistently trying to push things out there and you were definitely marketing and doing your thing. So it was very nice to see a black woman uh, taking charge that way because it's a super big rarity here in Toronto to find a black woman that makes dope shoes and looking for a mentor was probably like the hardest thing ever on top of it. It definitely,
0: yeah, it definitely was. I did not find that at all, Mm -hmm. but I did find a business, a business mentor who helped me, create a small business and do it legally do it correctly make sure i have my business license things like that and insurance, things like that that nobody really gets to think about but Mm -hmm. yeah like she was able to reel it all in for me right one of the things that she did teach me is that i'm just gonna make it about the shoes i'm not gonna include myself and i had no ideas about fashion shows pop-ups like i didn't I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking, but I never tied those two together because I'm like, who's gonna really want to showcase shoes? But mm-hmm. um, I was able to meet with with other mentees per se in this program, mm-hmm. and they had other small businesses, um, not necessarily with fashion, but somebody was able to connect me with uh, Ryerson Fashion Show. Oh, dope! And that was my first show, and I was like oh, I guess I could really do this. Like I could be a part of fashion shows and collaborate with like a fashion clothing designer. So it all tied in together. And it gave me like an idea of what it is that I could actually do with Parker Hughes. So um, yeah, no, it's it's really important. Like the business mentor, you have to find one.
1: Like you can Mm -hmm. find your industry. And it doesn't it's necessarily so have to be it directly in your industry, I guess. Um, yeah. It can be somebody that is on the outskirts and does the, the business, like the back end stuff, but n- understands yes. and knows what uh, protocols are, what procedures are, and what type of bartering mm-hmm. you can do with other businesses. Yeah. So that's definitely a must. But I'm glad that you're able to meet somebody because it's not easy, especially yeah. working with certain kind mm-hmm. of personalities as well. It's not easy. To yep. be able to be on the same page with, with folks that are in your line of work or in your career set. So kudos to you, girl, because <laughs> that's definitely something that's hard. So I wanted to ask you, what part has social media played for you in your business and its development?
0: It's definitely helped me and it's also like helped me connect, it helped me network, it, helped, it brings on opportunities that you didn't think that social media would connect you to Mm -hmm. Um, but it's a really big portion of Parker Hill because that's how I was able to um, show a bit of like I I, like sometimes I hate to use this word but um, the word branding Mm -hmm. Um, but getting people to getting it was more getting people familiar with what it is that I was doing because when I first started putting up posts and how I was connecting to people was kind of quotes because like the, the business itself was started but I didn't have like my marketing ready but yeah, I was still able to communicate and let people know like this, this is what I'm exactly doing. I'm getting ready to do this right. is the lane that I'm choosing and like this is what my brand per se is supposed to be though. Okay. so social media definitely played a huge part in that and um yeah yeah, okay. if, especially if I did a show, people would connect with me through there. It's a great networking um, tool as well. So it really did help my business.
1: Yeah, definitely bringing people together. It's, it's, social media mm-hmm. is definitely not what it was, I guess, when we were growing up. Well, that it didn't exist anyway. So um, yeah, no, definitely bringing, <laughs> yeah, you got your brand, you're, you're handing out flyers or, or mm-hmm. doing some pop-ups. That's the way it works. But yeah. definitely word of mouth, like oh, word of mouth, not to say that it wasn't worth um <laughs> it wasn't worth marketing like that's not a marketing tool that didn't work, however, just because of the the amount of people mm-hmm. that you're trying to reach out to and you're trying to get towards, yeah. uh, word of mouth definitely would not work <laughs> in the fashion industry. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So
0: <laughs> it would be a struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. It wouldn't be great for us right now. So what what do you uh, what would you describe as your inspiration aside from I know that you said that your mom and your your sister were th- the icons in your inspiration, but what do you feel right now inspires you and continues to aspire? like say Solange <laughs> or Tracy oh.
0: Ellis Ross. Ooh, yeah yes like that.
1: that's a good one yeah mm-hmm.
0: so um they would probably more- more be more similar to what looks I was looking for Cause even mm-hmm. if you look at like their style sometimes it's not necessarily what they're wearing it's how they're wearing it how it fits um and that always stood out to me as like their statement so you would see Solange throughout the years especially in her 20s like she would come out and it'd be like oh she's she's alive and then you'd be like oh what is she wearing yeah
1: you know? she always so- has a different kind of look <laughs> on her absolutely
0: yeah, so she would she would definitely stand out to me, especially when she came through that, that um, she she's gotten married, she had or she got pregnant and she had that one song, um, if it wasn't for Tony oh yes Girl. yes
1: that was the people were sleeping Girl, on what, that song okay people were sleeping. oh my goodness
0: <laughs> yeah they were listening to i decided but it was tony that really did it for me
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i know that was a good song that was definitely one yeah. that you're closing your eyes and you're jamming to because nobody I, I felt like people were sleeping on it hard because yeah. when i used to yeah, ask people me, that if was... they know that song <laughs> they were lost yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah they don't know what you know no, no, you have to take a look. <laughs> that was like that was it for me.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm totally but, playing that one um, when we come off. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would say like that was kind of more the lane I wanted to go in and who I was really related like how I related my style to mm-hmm. at least what I liked. At least, so yeah, so and Tracy Ellis Ross, like a lot of the things that she would wear, it was like quirky, simple, but like it still stood out for me.
1: Do you feel that Tracy Ellis Ross, her character and girlfriends translated to her actual style in, in in real life?
0: Yes. Yeah. See her now, she says wear one or two things. And she really like she's really like to me, her body is amazing yeah and, absolutely and,
1: and, and she like, works hard on it
0: yes she does and like you don't like back then you, like before social media era like you're not really thinking like oh well she's really like focused on like working out five days a week or or what she's eating in order to like get this but it could just be genetics too but I don't mm-hmm. know but she just looked good all the time and I was always like excited for to watch her and even as her character I, I like I related to it because it's like, what she felt on the show sometimes was what I would feel like, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. I just admired the heck out of Tracy Ellis Ross, yeah, and it absolutely. was so it was such a detachment from like her mom and like what
1: her yeah mom definitely found, made like, made a name for herself <laughs> absolutely yeah yeah I agree yeah, so I
0: I would definitely say those two.
1: Okay, so we're coming up to the segment that's called "Open Up." This is an uh, audience submitted question on a hot topic. So we had a few questions that were submitted, and the ones that we landed on was an uh, audience member asked, "What is your favorite era in fashion?" And question number two is, what is your favorite era that you would go back to?
0: My favorite era of It just so many different i would say that when, like the early 2000s going into high school okay for me uh so that would be like the millennium that was like coming off of like the spice girl all that 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 stuff <laughs> right Wait, into
1: those were um, the best days of life like, i don't know what i need. yeah
0: it, <laughs> Yeah, platforms, all of that stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> all that stuff. And, you know, I was short, so I was, like, a big fan of platforms. Platforms back. are life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
0: yeah, so <laughs> coming into the early 2000s, and, yeah, I would say that was my favorite era because it, was the, it wasn't even heels at, for me at the time. I was more admiring my sister uh, mm-hmm. when I fell in love with heels but um the early 2000s when like Jordans were really like a thing and like unique style like there were so many outfits that were bad ideas that I did in high school
1: oh my gosh when you just look at pictures don't you like get so horrified when you and especially because we had a uniform too I'm like what was I thinking like what what type of remix was I trying to accomplish here like it's too much
0: Sibby's day and then Sibby's day wouldn't come or would come so fast and it's Mm -hmm. just like like you had to make sure that your outfit was like for Sibby's day or Jeans day like you had to make sure like it was together and we're we're planning that
1: from like a month ahead we're planning (laughs) yeah
0: oh we can't on the calendar can't, like, you know you're ready mm-hmm. so yeah I would say the early 2000s that's when baby blue came. the color baby blue came back in and yep. I remember wearing this track suit this velour track suit those were a hit Shoe, shoelaces in our, in our pigtails
1: <laughs> getting, yes that was yes. my favorite era yeah you could definitely, like, my my daughter gave me the best side eye when I pulled out. I had my, um, I had my shell toes still. And oh. I, and I had some of the Miss, I don't know if you remember the Missy Elliott shoelaces that came with your shell toes. <laughs> so I try to be cute. She was like 10 years old. She's like almost taller than me <laughs> she's like oh my God. she's like, what are you doing I put her hair in pigtails I put the shoelaces in I'm like Nene this is the like okay <laughs> you have no idea you what you missed out on I'm like I just wanted to do that for five <laughs> minutes go back go back with your life
0: yeah it, the, those early 2000s and going into our 20s and then that and then when tony came out it was over like yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) that grew you right out (laughs) if you can choose a song that best describes your vibe or energy right now in your life and career what would it be
0: i'm right back at solange to be quite honest um when she released her latest one um i believe it's when i get home Ooh, her latest um yeah so i go through spells of like wanting to relate with her on a lot of the songs that she does have. And mm-hmm. shockingly enough, one of the songs that she has on her latest one um is my middle name. It has my middle name in it. Oh so nice. A lot of like my new collection is around a lot of like what's going on right now, social social injustices and um the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Um, okay. It's, it, what's so funny is that um, I was thinking about doing that late last year but I came out of it because it was like I don't know if anybody's going to really relate to it mm-hmm. and then especially given um, sometimes it's hard to have a conversation about how proud you are to black. Um, yeah this that's unfortunate but it is it sometimes is it you go I've Yes, yeah, so I go through like spells of like being super happy that I'm black and dealing with like the beauty in it, and then I would say her album is pretty much is pretty much how I feel um, going into this year at least. Okay,
1: so she's like your music spirit animal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Big up to Solange. <laughs> Okay, well, just so just so we make sure that we get this part in, I want to just let us know what you're working on now and how we can find you.
0: So I'm definitely, I have a few samples in right now. And given everything that has happened, uh, I'd even touch upon this uh, beforehand, but right now, uh, especially with the pandemic happening, um it's just been really slow to um slow to re-release or release my my latest collection Mm -hmm. and then also like the time with shipping and getting the materials and, and getting it right the way that i wanted um it's kind of delayed certain things but i do have my samples that just require a little bit of tweaking and the collection should be out by the summertime Okay. Even we're looking at some right now yeah <laughs> uh but <laughs> in the coming weeks um you can definitely keep up keep up with uh, my
1: social media which is parker.u but thank you thank you thank you so much for supporting my platform and being on the show, um, no I'm wishing and hoping mm-hmm. that you continue to just thrive because your line is beautiful and amazing, and I'm a big fan of it. Thank you. And Thank and you. please keep being a trailblazer <coughs> because we don't have any grown black women making some dope ass shoes in Toronto that I know about. If you do mm-hmm. and you're listening, you drop a comment mm-hmm. and please make sure you guys contact Miss Miss Parker because. You guys uh, need to make sure you either collab Mm -hmm. or at least connect so you guys can have the younger generation Mm -hmm. making sure that they see that this can be done if this is a dream of theirs as well. And there you have it, Mallory Parker. She is an amazing shoe stylist and trailblazer for the shoe game in Toronto. So you guys make sure you check her out. All of her links are going to be in our episode description. So if you want to hit her up, you know where to go. I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SDAT Radio Podcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our Anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace.